Welcome to the One Degree Shift Podcast, where we learn the little changes that future-proof some of our favorite companies and teams. Here's your host, Eric Termundi. Laura Sikorikov, thank you so much for joining the One Degree Shift Podcast. How are you today? Hey, Eric, I'm doing really well. Thank you. You know, and I'm so glad that you have me on your podcast. I have to tell you that anytime I have a chance to chat with you, it always kind of makes my day. I always get such energy out of our conversations. So thanks very awesome. much for having awesome. me. Hey, well, so thanks for saying that. And I'm hoping that this energy is contagious for the listeners today. Yeah, me too. When we, uh, when we first met, we were talking a lot about soft skills uh, mm-hmm. and ultimately how managers can be better managers, how people can be better people. And that's what started our relationship. And I remember you telling me some pretty incredible things, but without getting too far into that right Right. now, can you share with the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what's exciting you right now? Absolutely. So as you know, Eric, I've been a soft skills trainer for a long time. I've been a soft skills trainer, even when it wasn't fashionable to talk Mm. about soft skills. So that is one thing I'm very excited about right now is the conversation is turning back to the importance of soft skills, especially Mm -hmm. in the business environment, how not only are soft skills important on a personal level, but they are so important on an in the work environment, when you're talking to your employees, how can you work with them? How can you communicate with them? How can you appreciate them? So that to me is very exciting that the working world is ready once again to have these conversations. And that Mm -hmm. leads me to the other thing that's very exciting to me. I've just written a new book. It's called, It's Not Them, It's You why employees break up with their managers and what to do about it. And that, of course, takes all of this soft skills, all of these soft skills concepts and works them into kind of some ideas for managers on how they can incorporate them into what they do and how they can, in so doing, increase employee engagement and retention. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited about that. I think the time is ripe now for people to want to talk about that, to want to learn about that, and to want to incorporate these things, these soft skills-based things into what they do. I'm one of those people. So can, can we yeah. do it? Can, let's let's, let's sure. talk about it. What, what in the world is a soft skill? And perhaps more importantly, because I think intuitively we understand why is it more important that we're talking about soft skills now than it was even 10 years ago? Hmm, Okay. Well, I'm going to advocate for the fact that I think we should have been talking about soft skills all the way along. So it was important Mm -hmm. then, it's important now. But let's come back to that in a minute. Let's talk about what soft skills are. These are the skills that are not tangible. It's not about turning a wrench. It's not about tightening a screw. It's not even about producing, you know, a software program or a marketing campaign. These Mm -hmm. are skills that are more interpersonal. These are about relating to other people, about understanding other people, and about communicating and supporting other people. So a lot Mm -hmm. of this is similar to customer service training that's been going on for a long time. In fact, that field has always kind of looked at soft skills in what they do. But now that's cascading over into the business world. And now people in leadership positions are less focused or maybe... I shouldn't say they're less focused. They're still very focused on the numbers, on the data that drives their decision-making. But they are also considering these interpersonal aspects, these ideas of what will help our employees, 
what will help our customers? And what about the other people that we work with, like the vendors and the suppliers? How can we improve those relationships to make things better for everybody? And in the process, what's really great about focusing on soft skills and developing in this area is you see a big upswing in productivity, in satisfaction, customer and employee satisfaction, retention, again, customer and employee retention, and guess what? Revenue, profits. So Mm -hmm. it's a win all the way around. So I like having conversations with people. I say my pleases and thank yous. I like Mm -hmm. to look people in the eye when I talk to them. I try my very best to not be distracted. Do I have soft skills? How do I improve them? And maybe how can I identify where some of my weak spots are? Well, the first question, do you have soft skills? I would say yes. And one of the key indicators to me that you have them is this idea that you do your very best to not be distracted. In other words, you're focusing on the person who is speaking to you and you are Mm -hmm. listening to what they say. Listening is the true basis of communication. And when you are listening to somebody, that helps guide you in where to go next. You know, this is what they need from me. This is how I can help support them. This is the way forward in terms of how we can be successful. So if you are listening to somebody, you're already off to a fantastic start. From there, you also need to wrap in things like, okay, I've heard what you say, but do I understand it? And if I don't understand it, what are the questions I can ask to make sure that I do have that understanding? And can I put myself in your shoes? There's an empathy aspect to this. And I know, again, this is customer service training from a long time ago, and people hear the word empathy, and they're like, yeah, 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 I know what that means. However, it is so crucial when you're really listening to somebody, when you're really taking in their story, and when you are really there with that attitude of how can we make things better for all of us, you're bringing empathy into the picture. And that's such a strong, soft skill to have. And it is this idea, especially as a manager, if you are working to understand those people who work with you, both the reports that you have under you and the management that you have above you in in many cases, then you will, again, you'll know the way forward. You'll be able to formulate strategy that helps everybody, including the company. So in terms of what can you do from here, sharpen your listening skills and say, okay, Now that I know this information, what is that telling me? What do they need from me? What can I do to make things better? How do I identify if I have a lack of empathy? I'm guessing that most people, thankfully, have empathy. You know, they, they have an ability to put themselves in the shoes of others. I think that's the real case here. If somebody is telling you something and you can, as a human being, relate to what they're telling you, then you have empathy. There are some cases where you've not experienced exactly what they've experienced before. However, maybe you can appreciate if they're anxious, you've been anxious before and you know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. If they Mm -hmm. are sad, I'm willing to bet you've been sad before. And so you Mm -hmm. can appreciate what that feels like. Or if they're angry or frustrated, you can, using empathy, you can draw on your own experience and you can relate to what they're feeling. That's what it's really all about. 
And it's not about Mm -hmm. problem solving for them. It's about appreciating where they're at, why they're at this spot, and how you can help them through it. So what I'm hearing though, too, is the need to create time and space Mm -hmm. so that you can fully listen or actively listen. How, okay, so let's just say I've got 120 emails in my inbox. My Uh phone is vibrating in my pocket. My office phone is ringing. Somebody's knocking at the door. How do I create more time and space? How do I create more stillness so that I can bring more of my full self to each conversation and create better relationships and perhaps even better sense of community as a result? You know, that's the number one question that I get from managers. Actually, more to the point, that's the number one pushback that I get from managers. Mm -hmm. We simply don't have the time to have these conversations is what I hear. Mm -hmm. And my response to them is, I don't think you have the time to not hear these conversations. So let's talk a little bit about what happens as a manager when you are not listening to your people, when you are not having a relationship with them and connecting with them to see where they're at. One of the first things that happens is you get a sense of disengagement in your team. They feel that you don't really care about them and where they're at. So Mm -hmm. they kind of power down a little bit. They're not quite as productive as they used to be. They're not as happy in their work as they used to be. I was just talking with a person the other day who was telling me that this job, this new manager that he has in this job has made him a clock watcher. He's never been a clock Mm. watcher in his life. And he's always done great work. But this attitude of the manager this top-down, you know, just sit there and do your work attitude has made Mm -hmm. him a clock watcher. So that's kind of the opposite of what you want as a manager. You want those people who are engaged and inspired and throwing themselves into their work and doing some great, exciting things for you. That's what really drives the business forward. So if you are not taking the time to do this, to understand where they're at, to help them, to support them, to even keep yourself up to date on projects. What are you missing? Where are things going off the rails? And what does that mean in the future? This can lead to not only disengagement on the part of the employees, but them actually quitting. And Mm -hmm. I think every business, every manager out there understands that turnover is a huge expense. I mean, there's all kinds of literature that talks about the hard costs of employee turnover. Mm-hmm. And you've got a massive lack of productivity, both when that person is gone and during the time that you're replacing that person sure. and then getting the new person up to speed. There's a big loss of productivity. And so there's a hard cost attached to that. And there's a hard demand on the time of managers to pick mm-hmm. up that slack. Again, you have this idea of losing time because projects are falling off or because people are fighting and not collaborating well in their teams and Mm -hmm. so on. So my response to managers is, you know, you can't afford not to take this time. Invest in the front end and that will pay off in the back end, especially when you understand that you can trust your team members to be working well, when you know that they're humming along a great productivity and the projects are happening and ideas are coming up and innovation is occurring and all of these sorts of things, then you can take your foot off the pedal a little bit as the manager. You can delegate, you can relax a bit and turn your focus, developing those people as opposed to doing all the tasks 
that mm-hmm. you've been busying yourself with all along. So let's just say then, hypothetically, I am, I took a good hard look in the mirror and mm-hmm. I realized that the person that I saw is not the best manager or leader. Uh, I don't have a stronger relationship with my team as I'd mm-hmm. like. What can I do to start to turn things around? How can I rebuild or gain trust in myself and the actions that we take as, as a team? You know what? Thank you for that question. I think that is such a strong and thoughtful question. Because when managers do come to me saying, okay, I would like to be able to do this with my team. Mm-hmm. The second biggest pushback I get is they don't know where to start. So my advice to them is to simply start. What employees are really, really craving is a sense of connection with their managers. They want to have a relationship with their managers. They want to be able to communicate on a regular basis. They want to feedback. be clear. It's not just with managers. It's just people, right? We want, to connect. we want to belong. We want to be part of something greater than just our team. I think that what, what it may be help in saying that it, let's just strip business and anything around it away and note that we need to connect people to people. Absolutely. It's, it's so important for us to have conversations. And I'm talking about face-to-face, one-on-one conversations. If you can't have them face-to-face, I understand sometimes time and geography come into play. But how can Hmm. you then do this? How can you have a a phone call? Can you, you know, we we have so much technology like FaceTime, Slack, Zoom. We have all of these things that enable us even if we're talking to somebody around the, you know, the other side of the world mm. that will allow us to have a face-to-face conversation. And that's so important because it brings in the elements of communication like body language and tone of voice that are absolutely missing from Slack messages and email. That mm-hmm. enables us to have that empathy to see and kind of feel along with them. So you're absolutely correct. Connection, I'm, I'm excited about connection in the workplace because I think this is the time that it's really starting to take off. However, you're correct. This is connection in general. Soft skills are people skills. And really, right. it, it's about bringing people to the forefront, about creating a human first attitude. That's mm-hmm. what we're really talking about. We're just running out of time. What I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you is, the first step that I can take to be a better manager or leader is? I would say the first step that you want to do to be a better leader is to just schedule in one-on-one conversations with each of your people, even if it's only mm-hmm. a half an hour a week. Actually, go for a half an hour a week. If you can't mm-hmm. make a half an hour a week, can you do a half an hour every two weeks or a half an hour every month? Mm-hmm. Because what's important is that you are telling the other person it's important that I talk to you. So schedule that time with them for one-on-one conversation. When you're in that conversation, turn off all your other distractions. No right. computer, no phone, and just focus on that person. We're going to loop right back to what we said at the beginning where you're listening to them and you're focusing on them and you are appreciating them for what they're saying. That helps mm-hmm. them to feel important. They feel valued, they feel necessary, they feel wanted, and that leads to engagement. And again, this is not just workplace, this is personal. So the biggest thing you can do is schedule regular and frequent one-on-one conversations. You don't have to be perfect at it. What's important is that you just talk to your people like they're people. And talk about personal things as well. 
you know, get mm-hmm. to know them, get to know them, get to like them, get to, to appreciate them for who they are, not just the job they can do, but all the other things that they bring to the table. You know what else is an offshoot of that? You might learn about talents and strengths that you didn't know ever existed. And Mm -hmm. imagine what that could do if you could employ those things in the workplace. This could lead to all kinds of innovation and exciting discoveries and progress on the team. It could be really exciting. So to me, that's the first step. Regular and frequent one-on-one conversations where you are really listening. And take it from there. Is there anything else you want to share with us today? Well, going back to what I said about how this topic, this regular and frequent one-on-one conversations is something that people are often worried about how to do. I did want to share that if anybody is interested in taking a look at a template, I've got this on my website. It's, I created a template with some sample questions of mm-hmm. what you can ask those people that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And get the conversation going. So if anybody wants to do that, please feel free. It's free download. There's no string attached to it. Just go on in and get it. It's at my seachangelearning.com website and Mm -hmm. it's free for the asking. So I definitely hope that people will embrace this idea of having conversations, of listening, of communicating, of connecting with Mm -hmm. each other and really encouraging that engagement in the workplace that would be yeah. so exciting can you just imagine what the business would oh, it'd be, be incredible like if that were the case yeah absolutely. absolutely laura thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate you being on the show yeah eric it was my pleasure as always it's fun talking with you so thank you for having me i really appreciate it For more podcasts, show notes, and to connect with our speaker today, visit erictermundi.com. That's E-R-I-C-T-E-R-M-U-E-N-D-E.com. And click the podcast tab. Thanks for listening.